Over Density. Yo, yo, yo. Over Density is back. Sir Holavis back in the building. 2020. New year. New, new ambitions. What's going on, my mans? New decade. Listening to what I've been told is Dutch house music. And I'm loving it. McDonald's. TM. It's kind of got that old school, like, bass line. And it's always got, like, a nice kind of beachy R&B soul singer who's just saying the realest shit that you don't even listen to until like the fifth You're time listening of listening to, to it. it it's good I feel like I'm on Miami Super Bowl time this is what I want to be listening to during the Super Bowl well you gotta what's your Super Bowl predictions so I just signed up for uh, the boxes at work you know the Super Bowl boxes I got two boxes I got eight and five which is utter it's terrible but I got seven and seven which I'm expecting at least to do something for me in like the first or second half. First quarter, maybe at the half. 8-5? Eight, 8-5 five? Eight, five is terrible. Is that a score or is that the betting like so statistics? So it means that the second digit or the, I guess the first digit from the right, is an 8 for the one team and a 5 for the other team. So 18-15. How is the team going to get 8 points? Talk to me. Now, I think the game when the Falcons or, yeah, when the Falcons played the Patriots, there was, like, a first play of the game that resulted in a safety. safety. But then you still, like, got to miss the extra point. But that was never heard before. So, like, I don't know if you can repeat a never heard before. I don't know. Either way, it's, uh, you know, it'll, so I guess you'll watch the game. But I got seven and seven. So that's that's a good one. That'll get me something, maybe. What would that possibly get you? Seven against seven, against seven. What's the first, like the ma- one hundred twenty-five bucks? One hundred twenty-five bucks. The first quarter. And what's in? Fl- oh, for the first quarter. So if it happens in the second quarter, then you get like three hundred bucks or something. Oh, okay. And if it happens at the third quarter, you get one hundred twenty-five. And then it happens at the end of the game, you get like five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco has a world-class defense. They just pooped on the Packers. Uh, I know Aaron Rodgers. He's a bad. Yeah, he was bad. <laughs> he's no, he's a bad man. Like he's good, man. He totally. To be honest, that game. I know you're a Packers fan, but I want to get this out there. He's 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 kind of overrated. He gets a lot of credit for like a season or two, but you know, in all honesty, he has one Super Bowl. You know. So I don't think he's overrated. I think he's probably the best player to ever play. He's played on a team that's not sufficient he enough. He has broken both his collarbones and busted a knee. And he has also been dating two women that have probably attracted way more attention than he would otherwise want to do. Okay. So yeah, Olivia. The first the, the, the first Danica, thing the first thing I'll say is that's unfortunate that he's had so many injuries. Uh I don't know if they were freak accidents. No, or, they were Brilliant plays by defenders that just took him out of the season, not just a game. It's a oh. defender taking someone out for a season. So that's what, number one. Number two is he's going up against the guy coined as porn star Jimmy. So, you know, that's just. Is that his name? Uh, 
I've not heard that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's what they call that's him. That's what they call him? Yeah, San apparently. Francisco and first. I just found this out like a week ago. Apparently, he was like dating a porn star. So that's why I call um, him porn star Jimmy. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, okay. Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll see. You're going to watch the commercials? I'll watch the commercials. Oh, I don't even want to say it. It's sad, but I have to since I brought it up now. I read an article that said one of the Super Bowls is removing a copter from the ad. And that's probably for obvious reasons, given the timing of recent news. Removing what from the a, ad? A, a helicopter from an ad. Like the helicopter was supposed to be in an ad and they removed it entirely. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, even when I was thinking about helicopters around that, you know, unfortunate passing Kobe Bryant, which is crazy in itself. Uh, I thought about Uber helicopters. It's like Uber copter. I was like... It must not be good for Uber right now trying to right push now. helicopters. The crazy part is, and I was following it a couple weeks ago or a couple, a month ago, maybe, uh, a helicopter crashed in Hawaii. Oh, wow. In Kauai, which is in an area like off the Napoli coast, which is like the north island of the area. And I remember when I was going there, I mean, Casey were like, oh, we should take a helicopter. But like it was obviously like hundreds of dollars and we're just like we'd rather just kind of walk through you know the rainforest and shit but either way it was crazy to see that in hawaii there was a crash right where we had in the same area that we had been before and people obviously died uh you know and i think there was some mention of a congressperson saying there wasn't enough regulation around those types of not just copters themselves but even the tour rides that they kind of do uh, it's kind of like, you know... Like less commercial... Well, I guess they're still commercial, yeah. but lower yeah, they're not altitude like, aircraft. Yeah, and not high volume like traffic. It's more like tourist sure. type stuff. Yeah. And they, exactly, low altitude. Those helicopters tend to fly low and kind of like give you that... Running scene. into... Obviously, it doesn't happen that much, but... It sucks. It happens a little more than I'm comfortable with. Small planes, you know, is something to consider as well. It's happened before. Uh, even big ass Boeing jetliners, but you know, I did just do a Euro trip and, uh, you know, me and Casey definitely survived that, uh, high altitude. I man. was, That's... I was a little worried about the Coronora, whatever, Corona virus. Corona virus. I, I don't even understand what that I think name it's means. it's New York, man. So I think you're better off there than you are here. Dude, I'm more worried about the flu at this point, man. Like I'll take a coronavirus over like the flu of- that's giving me like cold sweats and I've, I've gotten that without that virus that you sucks. know i just want a corona with a lime well did you see the thing i mean i was going on my google news feed and fox released like some like article that was saying corona beer like google searches are up <laughs> i bet do you think that's like people typing Corona and then beer is like the first option, so they just click it? And or it, it was just... like Corona beer virus instead of like <laughs> it, it was just like it was something. It was something not good for Corona. For, for anyone, <laughs> I'll still take it with a lime, but I'll like, still take it with a lime. But yeah, so. But now with a face mask. I mean, if if I was gonna judge people because of face masks, then you know. I would have had to have left Queens a long time ago. Um, <laughs> that's funny. So, like, I'm just going to... And it's funny. Like, even on the plane, I was kind of like... I don't know. I wasn't really that worried. And it's kind of getting more amplified as we go through time. Because, obviously, people need to keep it in the news. Just like Ebola and, you know, our other types of... Oh, 
outrageous global, diseases, global diseases, outbreak diseases. Um, but with that said, uh, you know, I, even I saw some Chinese people like in the airport, and I wasn't so worried about them giving me the contraction because I assumed they had been in the states and not in China. But still, I was like, I wonder if they're like, yeah, we ain't going back to China. Like, stay you know, here. We're taking an extended vacation. <laughs> I was like trying to check out their passport, not like to like be prejudiced against them, but just, just for my own figure the story out, curiosity. Yeah, just my own curiosity because of these damn headlines, you know. Cosadina asked me in the airport like, was it yesterday, or the day before? She's like, when they wear those masks, wh- whoever wears those masks, is it to protect others from them, or is it to protect themselves from others? And inherently, I don't know why my answer is like to protect themselves from others, but I guess it could work the other way. But I don't think so. But it could. I mean, it could, but even with it happening, it would still be more likely, not to say highly likely, but more likely that it would be them protecting themselves than maybe getting something and then them trying to protect themselves from others. While originally having one, <laughs> so um, your trip in Europe. I asked you earlier. I was like, "What was your favorite place?" And you said Bilbao. I was. I. I don't think just your place, like favorite time, experience, etc. So I gotta hear it because that I, I didn't hear about that until now. So it must have been the Bilbao that has piqued your Bilbao. interest. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, you know, it's it. There's cities, right? And then there's like the town cities. And I think I discovered in myself that I like the town cities. You know, Amsterdam was beautiful. Uh, I like the ability to kind of walk down these pathways through, uh, you know, their neighborhoods. Essentially, it's a neighborhood city. Uh, High density of bikers and, you know, a lot of tourists, too. Uh, Did you get lost there? Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, I got so lost there. I mean, you know, the first night, me and Casey, uh, her cousin actually lives in uh, a town slightly north of Amsterdam. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm So, she come meet you guys in, in town and then... He did. He did? Oh, nice. He did. Uh, so, he actually kind of like gave us a little tour, but at some point later that night, he uh, left and... Uh, we had like we dropped him off at the train station in Amsterdam, and we were like four minutes away from the train station. It's amazing. And uh, when we dropped him off the train station, well, we didn't drop him off. We just walked over to the train station as we were going to our place. We literally got lost and like had to do like a whole lap to just get back to our uh, place, which I'm sure many people have done before. It's just like wait, you we're... think you're doing a lap, and then you do like the same walk over and over again and you get nowhere i don't know i I've, I've never really been lost in the city i got lost in amsterdam yeah i mean a lap is i mean we, we didn't even think we were doing a lap we thought we were going to the hotel i mean we, the lap was like a consequence of just being like you know we're in amsterdam the coffee houses are nice and you know it's kind of late at night and darker than it was when we got here was so. it raining at all it actually oh, did it rain. That, it rained when we first got there. Uh, 
Is it like rain or is it just like wetness just everywhere? It was slightly a little more than the mistness because people were like contemplating their lives in this newfound weather. Like maybe like we should take shelter for a little bit, but the shelter wasn't like we need to take shelter. It was like, oh, like, you know, let's bundle up. Let's get our, let's transfer like our, dude, that's our, how it was for me, man. Our rain like attire or something. Isn't it crazy? I've never experienced, like, it's just like you live in water. It, it was a crazy place. Yeah, so in any event, and I was just trying to confirm the uh, location. Her cousin lives in Almer, which is Almer. like this new founded city, actually. Uh, it's actually, well, it's n- not that new because it was made before Dubai. It's like a man made uh, island. Okay. And so, you know, they do the whole dump a lot of sand into the ocean and create this city. Uh, but it's like 20, 25 years old, which is right. pretty cool. But it's like a modernly designed city, right? Like oh, yeah. It's really efficient. Like, they're cleaning, like, trash, like, logistics. And, you know, all those things are very optimized, to be honest. It's kind of like a startup versus a giant company. I guess you I can kind of just create things much more quickly, essentially, or, you know, make changes and adjust and adapt much better. Uh, That's awesome. He likes it there? uh, Yeah, he definitely does. Uh, He's actually from Germany. um, And he just recently moved to Amsterdam. And he's pretty excited because I think the lifestyle seemed much more conducive to, you know, how he thinks things. Apparently, Germany's a little conservative on, well, not a little, but Germany's conservative on a lot of issues around, like, you know, some of the same things we're facing here in the U.S. with, uh, uh, I don't know what I'd call it, like uh, social enjoyment, so to speak. You know, I don't want to like gotcha. put people's business out there, but you know, people want to. There's a certain life well, that good, people should... enjoy in Amsterdam, maybe more so than other places in Europe. That's uh, that? you should term that phrase. That should be a professional phrase. Yeah, I'll put a trademark on it. You know, social starting. enjoyment. Uh, something we should all have, right? Absolutely. In whatever way that's uh, conducive to what we're looking for. So with that said, Amsterdam was cool, but still like a lot of tourists busy, like definitely a city. Oh yeah. Paris was way too big. Like I felt like I was in New York again. What districts you go to? Uh, a lot, I'm missing a lot of them. That I? Yeah. What's that? It's like a town that's a little like, it's like the third or fourth Aerodies Mall. In close enough walking distance to get to like Le Louvre and like Le Musée de uh, Rodin, who's like the famous French sculptor, yeah. uh, as well as some other places. Uh, the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower? Yeah. Did you go up? Didn't go up, saw it. Better that you didn't go up. I went up, it was terrible. You took the elevator up? There's stairs? Or you took an elevator? I think there were two elevators. You took an elevator up to one place, and you took an elevator up to the other place. And when we went to the top, it had taken three hours to get there. Three but hours to get to the top? How? Maybe longer. Was this elevator going slow? Or was there so many people you had to so wait? So many people. There were two different lines. Oh. We got there at night, which was kind of cool. Uh, so we got up, and as soon as we got up, my brother and my dad, well, mostly my brother and then one other person was like, I want to go down now. I'm like, we just, <laughs> we just got here. So we, Seriously? I mean... But it was cool. I went around, took some pictures, did like a panoramic one, and then went down. But point being is like if if I would have experienced that 
And I did experience that. <laughs> I tell a person going up the stairs, like, don't do it. Just watch from the bottom? Just watch from the bottom. Like, I mean, the bottom's pretty cool. At night, like, they have the lights on, which was like, sick. Beautiful. And, just and they started, there. like, doing some, like, weird, like, light show. I thought I was at a fucking... That's awesome. uh, rave? French rave. No, I'm just kidding. French it, rave. It, 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 it wasn't too rave. It was classy. Uh, that park looked nice. I mean, I went there for the Euro, so maybe that's because there were, like, way too many people there. Probably why, but it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's all about the parks that, or at least the foliage and trees when you hit those kind of sites. Like, oh, yeah. there's always a little tree area or oh, yeah. a big tree area. And, you know, it's actually worth it. You, you think about it, like, you probably feel like us had to walk 30 to 45 minutes to get there. Like, by the time you get there, you know, you might need to pee or, like, just Relax get some fresh air. Bit, you know, yeah. whatever you need to do. It's a great, great time. <laughs> so, we talked about Amsterdam. Paris. Paris. Ah. Uh, yeah, and Amsterdam needs to get their food game up. Like, you know, I don't know what the I hell they're had, doing there. How did you have those potato pancakes, potato waffles? I had like, the, yeah, I had the, I had, no, it's a, it's like a, it's like half crepe, half pancake. And that's the one, yeah, Dutch pancake. That's what yeah, the is. Dutch cake. Dutch cake. I no, skipped the pan cake. part. I don't know. It's Dutch, whatever. It's good. It's definitely good. I went to like the international, like, pancake house there. What's up? Uh, Paris was food's. You know, it's pretty decent as well. I didn't, you know, obviously eight days of a trip in Europe and hitting these places didn't have the full amount of time to uh, see everything and taste everything and do everything. Uh, in any event, uh, from Paris went to Bilbao and, you know, my Spanish sucks, but I definitely enjoyed the place much more smaller local kind of not as touristy even though it has all those kind of tourist vibes uh of a city uh you know tapas everywhere uh great food people very down to earth and you know low-key and about their business and they definitely like that culture of like enjoying life, like having lunch, having wine at 12 p.m. is like obviously the culture and like the lifestyle, which didn't seem. I mean, I was there on vacation, so I don't know, but like it seemed very like laid back, you know? Mediterranean is definitely. It wasn't like a party, like happy hour like you know Just i've seen thursday night like thursday bars like at seven o'clock in new york are much more like you know much more you know enthusiastic Is yeah that a word? yeah much more ex excited than like mm -hmm. how they do their thing i mean obviously they're eating food enjoying themselves but uh wasn't that bad anyway beautiful uh beautiful sites beautiful geography beautiful landscape uh what was the temperature like the weather oh Beautiful. Temperature was like, you know, 55, 50 it was degrees. Nice, man. It was know, warm. Time, it was yeah, nice. It was warm. Uh, it was just enough to be a difference, but just enough not to be freezing. Not to even be cold. Yeah, touche. It was more just a matter of, you know, respecting winter, but there was there was very little cold. At night, maybe a little more, uh, but Paris was freezing. Paris was like New York City yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amsterdam wasn't that horrible either, interesting enough. It really wasn't. But Paris was much colder than Amsterdam. Bilbao a little warmer. Uh, and then went to Madrid, which was 
kind of back to that city vibe. Uh, but once it, it was kind of like a combination of Paris and Amsterdam. How'd you like Madrid? That was a pretty cool city. Uh, I probably, I liked, I think I liked Spain. Like if I now look As at it whole? from a country to country, I was enjoying Spain probably. Way more than like Netherlands or France? I wouldn't say way more, uh, but between the weather, I'm always a sucker for weather. Uh, the beer is like two, three euros, which like. Game changer. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, the culture. Even though, like, once again, I only had, like, a day or two, I felt like if I had done a deeper dive, I might have kind of been able to draw more, like, correlations with my own lifestyle, so to speak. Uh, you know, a lot of history, but still felt, like, much more modern. But I hear Barcelona is really nice and beautiful. Barcelona is a city of the heart, man. That's how I categorize. That's that was my experience there. I yeah, yeah. So I think you know, Barcelona definitely sounds even more so my style. It kind of sounds like a Bilbao with like a Madrid flair. You know what I'm saying? And you get Barcelona, you get this beautiful town kind of city vibe, with like a nice blend of nature. And I'm sure a lot of tourists go there, but somehow it maybe maintains its That's cleanness. I think like authenticity or clean. All right, cleanness. I can well, see. Well, yeah. I was thinking even more like environmentally, like. Uh, friendly it seemed like that i mean they so the main mode of transportation there are vespas saw so many like or, or scooters or just vespa 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 like everywhere and you get from the cafe to the beach to just everywhere just zipping around and like you're right at the foot of the mountains on the beach yeah so it's it's like the best of both worlds i love it exactly so I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the high level of my Euro trip. Uh, it's pretty fun. Saw some sights, ate some food. You know, didn't really party too much. You know, just, you know, enjoyed the time with Casey. We just, you know, that's hung awesome. out. Sometimes just walking neighborhoods is like enough sightseeing in itself. You know, you don't always have to go to the big attractions and the tourists, like, well-known spots. Couldn't agree more. Although I did feel that way in France, just because like you know studying There's French, a lot of stuff there. They they teach you like you kind of learn to speak French by their attractions. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone knows like the Notre Dame, which was closed by the way, because it wasn't of... open to the public. Oh man, which kind of sucked. Yeah, not that. Like, did you go to the Louvre? Uh, went outside. Didn't actually go inside. Just walked. They have these you huge get lost open in spaces. There. You get lost in there, like days but you need days just for the lube so yeah, yeah. it was a huge exploring spot the outside yeah explore the outside uh we were only there for uh like two nights so uh we kind of picked our choices casey actually ended up uh like twisting her ankle and oh, like no. kind of going down so like we lost a chunk of hours but uh we got her some ibuprofen got some, some ice does it eat in the meantime? I got a little breakfast of so sorts. Like that's like a, like a little. Well, snack with the time. ibuprofen, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. But it was actually the next day because that night we actually went out, got dinner. It was for her birthday. Aww. Uh, but. Oh yeah, because. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Everybody. So we can exactly yeah. so, but. Uh, that night, her ankle swell up. Oh no. And uh, she was in like horrible pain. I was sleeping the whole time, of course, but like. 
she Sloughed she life. was still in pain the next morning, and I was like, damn, like, okay, and I like went in. I have those like pharmacies set up. You know what I'm talking about? With the green cross, like, like universal healthcare is something. I was like, like I, that. I think I've seen some places like that. So I went in there and like had to like work my French. You know, be like, how the fuck do you say uh, ankle brace in French? You know, like I had to like. Which I was not prepared. Like restaurants, you're prepared for to like say like je voudrais, uh, you know, whatever. But Your like mouth, some food, but some medicine. But like yeah, when you're in the, the next even level. like if you have a cold or something, you can be like oh just sweet my lad or something. But like <laughs> when you're like trying to ask for literal like pills or like certain equipment or describe certain like injuries and ask for ice packs, like that was definitely advanced. So I pretty much was like, do you speak English? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> And so you tried in French and that because I feel like they respect you in and especially in Paris if you try and if you can't do it then you turn on yeah English. I mean to be honest I was telling like some of my coworkers today I had better experience in f- Paris as a native English speaker than I did in Spain actually now I was in Bilbao which is like you know maybe not kind of off the beaten road in terms of mm-hmm. how much about English? English they know or yeah exactly but they, they speak English there, but definitely Paris was like, was actually good. Maybe it was because I was mixing French into it my English. because my experience was not Yeah, the same. and I've heard other people's experiences. Because if you don't try to speak French, then they... I don't. tried. I felt like a giant jackass but the whole that's time. What, that's what they love. They Even Casey was dropping it. Like, nice. you know? <laughs> well played. Tactical. So, yeah. I mean, like, I've li- like most people tell me these bad stories. I'm like, guys, it's not that bad. Like, but, you know, you maybe I was trying. French, for sure. Exactly. It makes I, all the difference for them. Yeah. Spanish, like, they were not even, they were just looking at me like, are you going to say it in Spanish or not? Like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't all across the board, but it was, like, in the time that mattered most. Because, actually, from Bilbo, we wanted to go to, uh, where did we want to go to? Madrid. We were planning to catch a train. These other places we had been taking planes. So this we're like, let's take the train. Like, let's be cool. It's like four, five, actually five and a half hour train ride. Ah. Uh, but that the we were supposed to go that night and see the train, but like we got some wine and like you know got up. food and like ended up forgetting to go to the train station to like check on the tickets. And apparently there was only one train that went from Bilbao to Madrid that morning of Saturday. Ah. Uh, and I got there literally as the train was there. And I was like trying to find a different train. Cause like I was just, Casey was like back at the hotel getting ready. I was just like, let me go check. Scoping. It was only like 10 minutes away. Walked over. Uh, and this is where I'm like now trying to talk to Spanish people. And they have no clue what I'm asking. Trying to say or trying to communicate. And this is the woman who's like, essentially the checkpoint for me to get on the train like even she doesn't speak English she doesn't even know like what I'm trying to ask for like points to like some self-serve kiosk I'm like spending 20 minutes on the self-serve kiosk trying to like order my train uh not realizing that there's just no trains there I'm like why can't I see any other trains like going to Madrid so then I like look up pretty much and I'm like oh there's like there is a like some type of kiosk that I can like go talk to or like this ticket office that guy doesn't speak any English. Oh, no. But, like, I'm voicing. I'm doing sign language. I'm speaking a little Spanish. I had fortunately written some things down, to, like, from some of my earlier engagements to, like, 
get the point across. And it's funny because as I'm speaking Spanish and like English and like and the guy we're talking in this like fractured thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I see like this young like woman lady like kind of like creeping out of the ticket office as I've like kind of just settled that there's no trains coming and I'm like I don't need you anymore like where were you when I was like trying to but either way you know she's probably like laughing to herself at my bad Spanish so you ended up taking a train the next day no I mean no because we had already bought our hotel in Madrid for that evening so we were kind of like we need to get there and our flight was out of Madrid like the next day uh, two days yeah, we were going to stay that night. Two nights. Dude, I can't even remember. I'll come back to that. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, our flight was out that next day, that next evening. That's. We did a lot of Madrid for that to happen. But in any event, uh, so with that said, uh, looked at the car rental spots. Because it was like, I'm able to drive down. Apparently, you need an international driver's license to like drive no. in Europe. It's not like enforced but by every major company, but a lot do. When, I got one. When, yeah, when the woman. Okay, yeah. So when she was like, yeah, if like the Spanish police pull you over, they'll like take the car if you don't have it. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to have to like, you know, provide a conclusion on why. You know, the police took my vehicle and now I like, I don't even know, do I owe that money? Like, am I respond? am I culpable? Like, what the hell am I gonna tell Enterprise if like I lose their rental, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, the Spanish police took it, don't worry. Like, crazy it's somewhere. The Spanish police, man. Well, yeah, so I was like, it's probably best to not risk that. You know, it's not enough benefit. Mm-hmm. And then there was another car that I could have taken, or another car service that was probably like more localized. And they seemed pretty down to like let it go through, but uh, they were like 200 bucks, and you know, for a day, and and I heard in Madrid it's difficult to park before going. I was like, not worth it. So ended up going back to my hotel and talking to like the front desk people, and they actually were able to like hook me up with like the a bus. luxury bus that was nice. like 40 bucks. Took four hours, really Perfect. comfortable. Bus is per- so I think snacks. bus is more. In- Often in Europe, dude, the, the, that that road of like Spain was fucking nuts, man. I think we went through like a couple different seasons, you That's know, awesome. flatlands, some mountains. Uh, it's crazy how f- rural people live in this world. You no, know what dude, I'm saying? <laughs> I know, I know. Man. Although, like, it reminds me of kind of like the backyards of like California and like Oregon and shit. When you think of, or actually New Mexico too, like, you know, like these kind of just flat farmlands and like also like these mountainous like that was like heritage to me that was my life <sighs> don't even get me started with Harrisburg man. don't even get me started with these Dutch Pennsylvanians oh my god it is these swing states as they call them man you know what they call the swing states in Amsterdam man they call that the blue light district man I'm not, gonna, light district. I'm not gonna go any deeper than nah, that man. No, I'm just kidding uh, yeah but now I hear you farmland rural countryside that's cool Europe's mm-hmm. like that it's it's cool I definitely would like to see more of that but I don't know don't know where I want to go next Madrid was so I had a crazy story in Madrid uh, I left my passport in a plane when I had a layover 
over the course of the evening, and I managed to get on the flight the next day without a passport, and I flew to America without a passport. Crazy. Crazy, like... They let you on without, an, without a passport? Yeah, they did. Uh, in short, the one guy goes, Spain? Okay. America? I don't know. Really? Because I got a lot of questions asked, like, at the bag check-in thing. In Spain or in America? In Spain, in Madrid. Casey even had to go through the TSA again. Or not the TSA. She had to go through their security thing once we already got to our gate. That's crazy. And it took 15 minutes to get to the gate. There was two people called on the, like, check thing. And Casey was one of them. Uh, I got checked for a passport four more times after they let me through, but they let me through. Well, yeah, they got it. Exactly. I did too. And so every time you did it and they still were like shuffling you in. Well, because they're pretty. That's what I'm trying to say. They're actually pretty diligent on like people going to America from there. For sure. It's crazy. Like most places like, damn, if you're lucky enough once, then you get through. But if you get there like four times, bro, four times. (laughs) It was four times. Each time I had to be like, yo, call Central Security. Like, like, yo, call Havel. Senorita. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Or was it a, it was a guy? It was a guy at first, and then a guy, and then a girl, and then a guy. That's what I'm saying, man. They, they got to throw in the, it's layers to this, man. Layers. It's crazy. Yeah, if, I was, if I wasn't with Costadina, they wouldn't have let me through. I wouldn't have gone through as a single male, but like, I got on my knees. You I, got on your knees? I prayed a little bit. I oh. tried to, try to bribe oh. the guy. Uh, Oh Low key my. bribe, not like in your face bribe, but like I put some money in the passport while he was checking it. Come on, man, you're really, you're really a fucking New Yorker, man. You just fucking acting everywhere now, man. Did you have a like, little a little tear, coin jar? A tear fell out. Oh my god! Like I hugged Gustavina pretty tight. You didn't tell me this, man. You told uh, me you told me you forgot your passport, but you made it back. You didn't tell me. I was me trying that. to shorten the story, but yeah, no, that was part part of it. Whew. But I made it. But I mean, I, I'd be on my knees too. I'd be like, I was totally on my knees. I had tried going to the embassy that morning. The embassy was closed for Labor Day. It wouldn't be open till Tuesday. It was Saturday. I had to get back to go to a wedding, which is the reason why I cut this weekend short. Even though my cousin, my second cousin, was getting married in Greece, and I ditched his wedding to go to another wedding. Oh no, it was just miserable. But I made it through. Nice. Yeah. Europe, bro. But now someone named. George Halevis is walking this earth. Someone, someone swiped my passport for sure. I filed a lost report. I went to the police like three times. Told them that, hey, it was lost. Where it was lost. What seat. Someone Someone pretended. is traveling for the sure. fucking world. No doubt. Because they can't, like, they can't uh, cancel your passport. No. No, technically. Even a license, like, it's a barcode. They can, like, deactivate that or some shit, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe a license you're screwed, too. But it's just, like, you're in use until it expires, right? That's what I'm saying. Until you get caught and they double-check it. But, like, like for example, uh, when I got that passport, I could see my face in some, like, passport system at U.S. Customs, right? Like, they asked my name, and then my passport photo popped up on their computer screen. So... Oh, and in Madrid, some guy popped up my photo on his phone and was like putting the phone next to my face to compare if that's like what I look like. So there's some centralized system for sure. But people in America were like dumbfounded. They're like, wait, what? 
Spain let you through without a passport? I was like, yeah, man, I'm here. Like, I'd rather be in detention. Are you even you. George? Like, you could be the clone of George. Like, like, I'd like... rather be in detention in America than a person stuck in limbo in Madrid. Go to the embassy. I did, dude. There were four guys standing outside the embassy with machine guns, and they didn't speak English. They didn't speak English, and when I went to there talk was to guys machine guns in Madrid. Semi assault rifles is the more proper term. Yeah, I saw they actually had a cooler one than I typically see. Was that? That wasn't in Miami, was it? Sounds like Miami. Sounds like Bad Boys Three. I'm getting all these fucking places mixed up now, but one oh, of that's like you were just in Miami. I'm used to people with like I'm used to like you know some level of like high security at an airport but one guy had like some shit straight out of call of duty like a <laughs> yeah. like, like, he had like the... the top like row thing like that doesn't even do anything i don't know if it holds a clip <laughs> or something like i was just like what though that Fuck. shit is new age and then there's like a guy next to him with like a pistol it's like <laughs> the hell are you guys talking about over tag there? team one that is a short game the other guy does the long game yeah I never know whether like to look at those guys. Right? Are you incriminating yourself by looking at their weapon? Right? <laughs> or just like, keep it moving. I don't know. So you probably best to keep it moving. Probably. So you got to look at the weapon, but it's probably best to keep it moving. I was just like, you got to identify that. You want to look, but you don't want to stare. Not even stare. You don't want to like examine. It, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. Examine. I feel like might get you some In extra trouble. heat. Might have central intelligence like, mm, we, Boy, got, we got a man, no passport, walking through security, examining our weapons. Count, counting cameras. Was on his knees earlier offering money. Not a good look across no, the board. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, but in all honesty, you know, glad you made it. Hence why we're here. You're an international superstar now, man. Not a lot of people can say they've traveled globally and... Not had a passport. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I don't believe it. Just like thinking about it. But yeah. It's kind of how I felt with no data. I was just like, let's fucking forge this shit like caveman style. Instincts kick in. Yeah. I was telling you earlier, fortunately, GPS works. So, you know, when you're in a Wi-Fi area, you just got to search up the place. But you know, oh, so was, Wi-Fi worked, but your data system. Wi-Fi worked, yeah, but my data didn't work. All right, I mean that's, that's. I mean, many people do that when they come to America, so it's like, but it's still not the easiest way to get around for sure. Yeah, like I probably by the time I was in Madrid, I was doing that shit like a pro. Yeah, but right. In Paris, you're like no, stuck. I was lost. At, especially like the town of Marais, like there's or there's Arrondissement, like there's so many little back door streets like I've never been so lost in my life I've never even, even seen on a map where to go and like not been able to get there even Amsterdam, Amsterdam I can manage we'll wow. get it lost a little bit but can manage damn I was the opposite Amsterdam for me was like going in circles whereas Paris was a little tough but I could think just looked for the Eiffel Tower and I was like okay that's north that's south well yeah when you're when you're doing it like that yeah but in this this particular Audismont trying to travel around there, you're like maze. a little more. It's a maze. It's definitely a maze. By the time we left, there was a little like, you know. Oh, okay. Now I'm getting it. But 
Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that was the travels, man. It's good trip. Good to kind of get back out in the world. Now it's time to grind it out for the next Q1, Q2, Q3, and probably do a a, a good trip Q4. Ooh. Do something in between, obviously, but probably domestic, and then you know maybe try to get back overseas end of this year. Think Q3 2021, just. Think, think of that quarter. It, w- it really would be so far from now. It's easy for me to say that I'll be working, but I'm going to be like burnt out by March and a half. So probably. Uh, but yeah, like actually that's the time that I would go to skip the holiday stuff. Like I don't want to travel during then. So it would need to be like a Q3 or like a Q1 of 2021. Yeah. Well, no, I just an opportunity. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. Hopefully things have progressed well and I can afford, you know, the European lifestyle. I mean, you just got to Actually, I'm not going bro. back to Europe. I'm going somewhere else. Where'd you go? Going to Africa or Asia or South America. going to say any Africa. Other I haven't been to Africa yet. I wanna go, I'm going to start with Egypt and then work my way down the East Coast somehow. And then maybe do like the middle, like all the French speaking parts. Or do like Morocco, like the north coast. I mean, the French speaking parts are definitely on the west as well. Yeah, like right along the equator. Probably like uh, Cameroon or something. Ivory Coast. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that's the west. It's like, it's yeah, it's like, but they're like all those areas are like the French speaking part. Like, for sure, there's definitely a lot of. French can get no, I mean yeah most Africans speak French most most especially on the central western side What's, uh, where's you know we were talking about Gladiator right what's the gentleman the actor's name who plays a supporting role Senegalese or something I don't know he's not he's not Senegalese it starts with a Ivory. B B oh really Benise Benise Belize no Ben B-E uh He's from Ben Ben Benny. All right, so it's Jimon Hunsu or Honsu, and he's from Beninese, American Beninese, and that's like right next to. I think it's right next to like French Guinea or Ivory Coast. Yeah, that's definitely West Africa. I don't know about French Guinea, but Ivory Coast is country of Benin and it's right it's between Togo and Nigeria yeah West West Said but that might be a little more east I'm not sure I've never heard of that place it's right next to Nigeria so it goes Ghana Togo Benin yeah a little east but it's on the coast it's right yeah it's there. on the coast and like Cote d'Ivoire Liberia Sierra Leone I know Sierra Leone's right place to go right now, but Ghana. Yeah, man, that was the hotbed back in the 13, 1400s, man. Shit was going down there. That area single-handedly fueled modern economy as we know it. That probably. Probably. Okay. It has. (laughs) You know, what's... I well, I mean, it, it was definitely a part of the equation, a large part. What What do you think did? I mean, 
I still like there's a lot of different components of fuel, right? There's different parts that go into uh, a unit just to use like the phone in my hand, right? And every part plays a role. But when you use force, I guess that's a specific kind of like part, right? And so I would say that I could see force coming from like, like energy, right? Like momentum coming from that part, right? I mean, it makes sense. It's the closest part to the Americas. Like if you look at a map, that might be the closest part to the Americas, except for, nope, that's the closest part to America. It's the closest part to Brazil, for sure. Brazil, the West Indies. The West Indies, it. yep. Haiti. For sure. Jamaica. I um, just saw an ad for Jamaica. It said the heartbeat of the world. It's like, that's a pretty cool name. Some good marketing. Well, it's got to be marketing, man. I mean, you, you be can having, market yourself. You you try living it through an earthquake in Jamaica, and you not be like, yo, this shit's fucking alive. <laughs> That's just the marketing. There was just an earthquake there, actually, uh, two days ago. And apparently it reverberated in Miami. I didn't even feel it. F first thing that I just... Oh, dude, that's huge. What was it, like 8.6? 7.7, which is still... I mean, I'm just throwing numbers off the Richter scale. I don't even know what... You know, what's the maximum? 10 point? Near Jamaica, Cuba. Powerful 7.7 .7 quake. I mean, 7.7. Damn, you're going up by point ones just by the news, man. This shit must be real when the when the shit's changing. Magnitude 7.7 .7 tremors falls as far as away Miami. That's what... Dude, I was literally getting on a plane while those earthquakes were going off. And the Super Bowl was coming to town. Major earthquake, powerful Caribbean earthquake. That's crazy. So yeah, heartbeat, dude. There, there may be some that's truth a, to that. That's a heartbeat of February. Uh, you hungry? 11.40. Eat a Snickers. That's a shout out to our sponsor, Snickers, <laughs> from Snickers Co. Giving you the crunchy, caramel, nut, chocolatey, chewy experience that only Betty White could deliver. In the middle of a football huddle. Break. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning into this session's Overdensity. I hope it was informative and you were able to kill time while doing laundry. Now presenting Beats by Cayenne, the song name Galactica. The more you say with it, the less airplay. Guys like their friends, they say it all, but you hardly ever hear them on there. Because they say things. The White House is the Rock House. I'm the same as the motherfucking Pusher Man. What I gotta do to make you understand? You know, they don't wanna hear that on the radio. The White House is the Rock House and, and all these kinds of things, but we hear it in the barbershop all the time.
density.